listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 73 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features a story called Evelina Sweating in the Bedroom. It is the culmination in a series of tales beginning with Episode 4, Sweating in the Weight Room, continuing on to Episode 59, Sweating in the Principal's Office, and Episode 61, Sweating in the Rectory. This story was written in 2001 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcast slash copyright. And remember, you can serve me for real. Visit my homepage, goddessevelina.com, where you will find my photo galleries, all my audio and video recordings, session scheduling, and more. You can also visit my hypnosis page at hypnosis.st for more hypnodomination goodies like my sample induction and hypnotic animations, and my domination page at dominatrix.st for more BDSM. And now, come share a fantasy with me, Evelina, sweating in the bedroom. Darren and everyone he loves fall under Evelina's power. Finally, Evelina felt supremely confident in her abilities to make Darren Hart suffer. The arrogant student had insulted her and bullied her with the knowledge that his parents were very important people in the community, and Evelina was the daughter of a one-parent family with no political clout. But Darren hadn't counted on the lovely blonde student's ability to influence the people surrounding him. Her innate ability to control the thoughts of others had been tested by this confrontation, but in turn she had entranced his wrestling coach, his mother the school principal, and his father a respected minister in the community. In fact, Darren's parents at this very moment were kneeling before Evelina in worship, gazing at her obediently, victims of the gorgeous young student's hypnotic powers. As she looked at her naked servants worshipping only her in the church rectory, she mulled over a plan in her devious mind. Darren would be hers before the night was over, but now that he knew his parents belonged to Evelina, he would be even more frightened and harder to trap. So the trap must be sprung perfectly. Get dressed, my pets. We are going shopping, the lovely young woman commanded her charges. And you are going to drive me and pay for my purchases. Isn't that right, Davy boy? Reverend Dave, Darren's father, responded quickly. If that is what you wish, my goddess, I would love to do so. In only a few moments, Dave and Julie, his wife, were dressed and walking with Evelina to Dave's car. It was a luxury car with a custom vanity plate, 
GDSMNSTR, God's Minister. Dave was proud of the plate, the car, and his place in this conservative community. Goddess Evelina sat in the rear of the car with Julie, and Dave, like a chauffeur, took his place in the front seat. Drive me to the fetish factory. I've read about the place, and I think I would like to buy some special clothing to help me in my capture of your son. Wouldn't that be nice? Agreeing that both the capture of their son and the purchase of special clothing at a fetish shop would be nice, Dave put the car in gear and headed toward the shop. He knew where it was because he had picketed it several times in the previous year. As they drove, Evelina absently played with Julie's breast as the young redhead kissed her feet and legs. Only a few minutes later, Dave pulled his car into the lot and the trio walked into the fetish shop. Evelina walked up to the young woman at the counter and said, I'd like a fetish dominatrix outfit for me, and my two new slaves would like something befitting their new status in life as well. Can you help? Oh, yes, the attractive clerk replied, smiling at the blonde dominant. We have just the thing for all of you. She looked over at Dave with a vague feeling of recognition. Like when you see a character actor on the streets, she felt she knew him, but just didn't know where from. After a search of the clothing racks, Julie and Dave ended up in brief, leather slave outfits with collars engraved Evelina's. They purchased several extra collars in case they might soon be needed, and a number of gags, handcuffs, restraints, and other things which they would need later. Evelina herself picked out a black shining costume with a tight-fitting top and short black matching shorts. She wore fishnet stockings and high black shiny boots to complete the outfit. Around her neck, she wore the same ruby-encrusted dagger medallion that she had used to entrance Coach Sargent and others. As she stepped out of the dressing room, all the patrons of the shop could be heard to gasp, audibly. She was so beautiful, and the outfit only accentuated that stunning beauty. She crooked her finger at Dave and beckoned to him. He immediately walked over to her and fell to his knees in a submissive posture. She placed her finger under his chin and lifted his face so he was looking at her and commanded him. Go pay for these things, slave boy, and we will drive over to Mary Ann's house and pay a visit to her and her parents. The entranced minister walked over to the same clerk and offered his credit card, bearing the name, the Reverend David Hart, to her. Now she knew where she had seen him before. He was the one who led the picketers. Oh, mistress, this asshole has caused a lot of trouble here before. Can I punish him? I think he deserves it, said the clerk with an evil twinkle in her eyes. Evelina responded, Just a spank or two while you're waiting for his credit card to clear. We're quite busy, but maybe I can bring him back some other time. They both laughed as the clerk used a riding crop to whip Dave's ass while the transaction was completed. Please, mistress, take this crop as a present from me to you, said the clerk as Dave signed the receipt. <laughs> Let's go, my pets, Evelina laughed, taking the gift. 
Walking back to the car, Evelina put her plan in motion. Call Marianne's house and tell them what I commanded. Julie called Marianne's using Dave's mobile. The phone rang three times at Marianne's house and then her father answered. Chan Residence, Dr. Chan speaking, may I help you? Hi, Dr. Chan. This is Julie Hart, Darren's mom. He's been behaving very strangely the last couple of days, and tonight he ran away. He wouldn't by chance be there, would he? Indeed he would, Mrs. Hart. He came here terrified with some strange story about possession or voodoo or something earlier, and we let him go to sleep in our guest bedroom. He was so distraught, I gave him a mild sedative, and he seems to be sleeping quietly now. Oh, thank you, Doctor. If we could talk to you and your wife about Darren, we might be able to figure out what is happening to him. Well, Mrs. Hart, my wife isn't here right now, but my daughter Marianne and I would be glad to share what we can, if you think it'll help you. Oh, thank you, Julie said. We'll be there in 15 minutes. As Dave pulled the car into Dr. Chan's driveway, he slipped an overcoat over his slave outfit, as did Julie. They walked to the doorway and rang the bell as the lovely Evelina stood off to the side so she would not be visible as the door opened. The porch light went on and Chan opened the door. He was alone. Good. He's by himself, thought the blonde hypnotist. I'll take them one at a time. As the Asian doctor stepped on the porch to shake hands with the Reverend Dave and Julie, he didn't see the swift movement to his right. A swift, powerful, tie-boxing knee to his groin bent him over and then a round kick to the side of his head felled the doctor. He crumpled to the ground silently, unconscious. Evelina ordered her two mesmerized minions to handcuff and gag the unconscious doctor and to restrain his legs so he would be helpless, then to drag him back into the house. Then the two took off their coats and stood in their slave uniforms in the Chan living room. Evelina called out, Marianne, could I talk to you a moment? And Darren's girlfriend walked out from the kitchen. One look and she started to scream. Darren's sworn enemy, Evelina, stood in an all-black dominatrix outfit in her living room. Darren's parents were dressed in the briefest of leather costumes, seemingly under the influence of some type of drug or spell, and her father lay bound and gagged on the floor. But before the lovely young Asian teen could get her scream out, Julie and Dave had captured her, each taking an arm, and they held her motionless. Julie thrust another of the ball gags they had purchased at the fetish shop in the Asian beauty's mouth and silenced her as well. She didn't want Darren to wake up. Too soon. Evelina looked at Marianne as her two slaves held her motionless. It was obvious why Darren was attracted to her. She was beautiful with a firm body, full breasts, and long, shining black hair. Her dark eyes sparkled with anger and fear. Evelina had entranced unsuspecting victims before, but this would be another level of challenge to her powers. Marianne knew something was going to happen, and she was ready to fight it. Evelina moved closer to the Asian student and placed her hands on her shoulders. Just relax, Marianne, and breathe deeply and slowly, 
Soon all the fear and anger will leave your body. But for that to happen, you must relax. Soon you will feel so much better. But first, you must relax. 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 All the struggling she had done with Julie and Dave had tired her out, and it was harder and harder for her to keep fighting. She was already exhausted. Evelina's voice took on a sensuous purr, soft and sexy. Come on, Marianne, just breathe. In and out, deeply. In and out. So relaxed and calm, listen to my voice, look into my eyes, and relax, relax, listen to my voice, hear only my voice, listen to my voice. Listen. The Asian beauty tried to turn her head away so she would not have to look into Evelina's deep, compelling eyes. But the blonde temptress moved her warm hands from Marianne's shoulders up to her face and held her head in a position where all she could do was look directly at the beautiful hypnotist. You want to obey me, don't you, my dear? You want to obey all my commands and all my orders. You want to obey. Obey. You need to obey. Obey. Now Evelina's eyes had enlarged, and they were all that Marianne could see. All she could hear was her soft, compelling voice. The dominatrix's eyes were pulling her victim into a deep hypnotic trance, and Marianne was slowly giving up her fight against the hypnotic words Evelina was murmuring in her ear. Look into my eyes, Marianne. Gaze deeply. Deeply into my eyes, lost in their power, lost in my eyes. You feel my hypnotic power growing every second, and you can no longer resist. Look into my eyes. Gaze deeper, deeper, and soon you will be helplessly under my spell, hypnotized, enslaved, my slave. The Asian teen's eyes were wide open and her gaze fixed on Evelina's beautiful green eyes not able to look away, falling deeper and deeper under her spell. 
Evelina motioned to Dave and Julie to drop her arms, and as they did so, Darren's girlfriend stood perfectly motionless, still looking helplessly into Evelina's hypnotic gaze. The hypnotus reached out and gently removed the ball gag and stroked the dark-haired beauty's long hair. Look into my eyes and understand that you have no will of your own. You are under my power. You are mine to control. You are mine, just like the coat. Just like Julie, just like Dave, you belong to me, helpless, obedient. Her eyes were now completely glazed over. Her submission was total. She nodded her head in agreement. She knew she was under Evelina's power. When I attach this collar around your neck, it will be a symbol of your total submission to your goddess. Do you understand? Marianne nodded in agreement as Evelina attached the collar she had purchased at the fetish shop. And what does this symbolize, Marianne? My total submission, goddess. Good. Get naked quickly, then. And now... Let's go, my little coven. Let's go talk to Darren. The four walked up the steps to the room where the unsuspecting youngster was sleeping. Evelina took her place at the end of the bed, and as parents stood on one side, Marianne took her place on the other. An evil grin filled the hypnotist's face. Wake up, Darren! Wake up! It's me. Your worst nightmare has arrived. Darren's eyes blinked open as he fought the sedative he had taken earlier, and the first thing he saw was his blonde tormentor in the black fetish outfit. Her shoulder-length blonde hair glistened. He was afraid, but knew she was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. Both emotions lust and fear fought for control of his brain. Evelina was tapping the leather riding crop on her hand. Her eyes shifted and he saw his mother and father dressed in leather slave costumes and his girlfriend totally naked. All of them had the same look in their eyes that the coach had before Evelina knocked him out a week ago. Tears started to run down his cheeks as he lay in the bed. What do you want, Evelina? What do you want? The blonde could barely contain a laugh. I want you to give up, my pet. I hypnotized everyone you love and trust. And now they all serve me as slaves. But you, you asshole, I want you to know that you have given up everything to me. Now tell me you will be my slave forever. His eyes darted from his mother to his father to his girlfriend. There was no one left he could turn to. He heaved a big sigh and a sob escaped his lips. Here he was, six foot tall, two hundred pounds, cowering before the five foot four inch blonde. 
She walked around the bed and grabbed him by the hair. The crop whistled as it struck his ass while she held him. He started to speak, but she spit into his mouth as he opened it. He choked and started to cry even louder and more uncontrollably. Tell me, spaz boy. Tell me you will be my slave. She yanked harder on his hair and threw him on the floor. The crop stung him again and again. Tell me. His parents and Marianne stood motionless, watching his humiliation. I've hypnotized them and controlled their minds. They have no willpower left. But your domination will be even more complete because you know I control you. You just aren't strong enough to fight me, slut slave. Give up. Surrender to me. You are going to be my fucking slave, and there is nothing anyone can do about it. Darren rolled over on his stomach, prostate before Evelina. Another sob racked his chest. He kissed her boot. He was totally defeated. I'll be your slave forever, goddess Evelina. He cried. Evelina just smiled as she placed the leather collar around his neck.